Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Classified documents found in its Mar-a-Lago investigation. After a fight at a high school football game, Montgomery County lays out new rules on game attendance. I'm Kate Ryan. An update on the vandalism of the Washington Monument. It looks really good. I'm John Doman. The Dow closed down 522 points today. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. An Atlanta-based federal appeals court rules unanimously to reverse a lower court decision in the case of Donald J. Trump versus the United States of America. Correspondent Scott McFarland. Another twist in this investigation of the records seized from Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort on August 8th. A federal appeals court in Georgia has granted a request by the Justice Department to regain access to some of those records bearing classification markings to continue their investigation. A lower court judge halted that probe until a special master reviewed the records first. The appeals court disagreed. On Fox tonight, Trump disagreed with the whole case. You're the president of the United States. You can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. There have been several other legal developments involving Trump. New York State's attorney general is suing him, his oldest children and company, for a quarter billion dollars and effectively to suspend him or close his New York operations, accusing them of business fraud. There's also word that Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, has agreed to a voluntary interview with that House panel investigating the January 6th assault at the Capitol. The reason they want to talk to her is because she was very visibly involved in trying to get people around the White House to take a stand to say that this had been a stolen election. Ex-federal prosecutor Lori Levinson, hours after Russian President Putin announced a partial mobilization of reservists in Russia to fight in Ukraine and effectively threatened to use nuclear weapons to defend his country, President Biden talked about all of that at the U.N. No one threatened Russia. And no one other than Russia sought conflict. On the weather watch, after doing tremendous damage to Puerto Rico, Hurricane Fiona remains dangerously strong. The Category 4 storm with 130 mile per hour winds is expected to continue to strengthen as it passes west of Bermuda by Friday and eventually make landfall in Canada this weekend. Correspondent Jerika Duncan about Puerto Rico. The government there estimates about 70% of utility customers are still without power and the bad need for water. About 200 whales got stranded on the remote western coast of Australia's island state of Tasmania. Very few survived. Rescuers tried in vain to save the beached whales that came ashore at Ocean Beach in Tasmania. For more than 24 hours, crews tried to return about 200 mammals back into the water, but only a handful could be saved. Authorities describing the scene at the beach as shocking, and no one can say why the whales beached themselves. That is reporter Scott Maiman. An early morning crash north of Tampa left some states of I-75 covered in beer, Coors Light. This is CBS News. To sell your home, connect with Jennifer Young. This is Dave Johnson. I know this from experience. And while the average agent in the D.C. region sells a home or two every month, Jennifer sells at least one home every single day. And there's over 15,000 buyers in her database ready to look at your home. The Wall Street Journal ranks Jennifer and her amazing team in the top 100 out of 1.4 million real estate agents in the entire country for 10 years and counting. So go ahead. Do what I did. Call Jennifer at 877-611-SELL or online at jenniferyounghomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. WTOP at 1203. 
Thursday morning, 22nd of September, 2022. Increasing clouds this overnight early morning. Quite warm, lows in the 70s by daybreak. 69 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Thanks for taking us along for your early Thursday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin this Thursday morning with the very latest here at WTOP on last Friday night's brawl locally at a Montgomery County football game meaning new rules for attendance starting this week on Friday. There's no new information on what led to the fight that interrupted the football game at Gaithersburg High School Friday night between Gaithersburg and Northwest. But Jeffrey Sullivan, director of the Montgomery County Athletics Programs, laid out new rules that start this Friday. All school-age children that are not from the two participating schools need to be accompanied by an adult chaperone. Sullivan and Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight declined to offer many more details. Gaithersburg and Northwest football programs are suspended until further notice. There is no word on the status of the coaches on those teams. At the Montgomery County School Board offices in Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.04 Thursday morning. Meantime, we've seen a spike in this area and arrests among Alexandria Middle and High School students on school grounds. The data here will be presented to the city school board today, later this Thursday. 26 students in all were arrested between January and June of this year, we're told, compared to 20 late last year. Alexandria emphasizing safety when the school year started, requiring student IDs and adding more security guards. It's 12.05 on WTOP. Now we turn here at WTOP this morning to a major update on cleaning up red paint thrown at the Washington Monument, along with a vulgar anti-government statement that was scrawled along the base of it. WTOP's John Dolman tells us this morning the paint has come off pretty easily. Paint on marble can be troublesome. But National Park Service spokesman Mike Litterist says after one day's work... There's virtually no evidence left of, uh, of the, the, the damage that was uh, placed there. Now, there was some luck involved. This marble and, and this type of paint responded to the treatments better. Andy says crews will touch it up again in the morning. Give it one or two more treatments um, just to get any last remaining portions, but um, it's largely clean at this point. But based on pictures they've already tweeted out... It looks really good. John Dome in WTOP News. The monument was vandalized this week, late Tuesday night, and an Indiana man is this morning in custody for the incident. WTOP at 12.06. There was more vandalism this week, we're told, at another National Mall memorial. A wreath that had been laid at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial, along with a name directory there, were burned. In a post on Facebook, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund says it is working right now closely with the appropriate authorities and the name directory to be replaced as soon as possible. It's 12.06 Thursday morning on WTOP. They were attacks that sent fear through homeless communities in D.C. and New York, in fact. Now, the D.C. man accused of killing two homeless men and wounding three others back in March in the spring has been indicted by a grand jury. A D.C. grand jury has handed down a 17-count indictment among the charges first-degree murder while armed and assault with intent to kill while armed. This comes after Gerald Brevard III was accused in March of attacks on five homeless men, the attacks happening in D.C. and New York City. The indictment only covers the three attacks that happened in the district, including the murder of 54-year-old Morgan Holmes, who was found shot and stabbed to death in a burning tent on New York Avenue. The grand jury also alleges the attacks were bias-related hate crimes because the victims were homeless. Brevard will be arraigned on the new charges next month. If convicted, he could spend the rest of his life in prison.
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Palo Alto Networks offers an unparalleled cybersecurity solution in its industry-leading software. The Nebula solution helps find evasive, zero-day attacks that can cripple organizations and stop them in their tracks. Nebula runs off a series of innovations, resulting in six times faster prevention and 48% more threats detected, surpassing anything previously available. To learn more, visit paloaltonetworks.com and search Nebula. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. kids.org. Your car running or not can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Good Thursday morning, September 22nd. Welcome into WTOP. Time now 1208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Thinking weather on the eights. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We've got lots of codes to step around. Let's get right to them. 66, both directions between the Capitol Beltway and Nutley Street. It's a single lane to get by in each case. Unclear whether they're going to do any stoppages here, but right now the single file is enough to kind of make you grit your teeth a little bit, and you're going to do it again on 66. Both directions between Fair Oaks, exit 57 for Route 50, and 123, exit 60. Again, a single lane of travel in each direction. Additionally, on 66, after 29 Gainesville, exit 43, two left lanes will get by the work there. Extra caution as you enter the work zone near 29 Centerville, exit 52. It's going to be single right to get by, but just hearing uh, from Virginia State authorities that maybe some of those cones got knocked around on the roadway and so the traffic pattern may be a little freshmeckled there. You may, again, it's single right to get past the work. Eastbound on 66 after 29 Centerville heading toward the Fairfax County Parkway. Inside the Beltway, the work is going to be near Leesburg Pike with the right lane getting by. And then from the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway to get westbound on 66 and into the heart and guts of that work zone, single right lane getting by that work. On the rest of the Beltway in Virginia, watch for the work on the inner loop near Eisenhower Avenue. Two left lanes getting by there. And then again near Georgetown Pike. Before and after exit 44, two to the left will get by the work. New crash being talked about will be on the outer loop near the ramps for 395. That would take you toward uh, toward the 14th Street Bridge with caution for what may be in the roadway. Maryland, the one flying the orbit, the big one is going to be on the inner loop of the Beltway after 355 heading toward Georgia Avenue, two left lanes all the way. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford. WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the transition from summer to fall. And that's going to happen now on our Thursday, which just happens to be that transition on the calendar as well. Going from a temperature in the upper 70s to around 80 degrees during the day to much cooler conditions uh, over the next couple of days. We will see a good chance of showers and thunderstorms on our Thursday as well. So good idea to keep the umbrella handy. Now once that system moves through, we'll see breezy conditions and cooler conditions as well. Highs on, on Friday, only around 68. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
here at 73 degrees in Rockville, 70 this morning in Ashburn. It's 71 this midnight hour. Thursday morning, September 22nd in District Heights. We are at 69 degrees in Holding, the midnight hour at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimates. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. At Papa John's, when you start with better ingredients, you just naturally get lots of other menu items that are, well, better. Like delicious papadillas, cheese sticks, chicken poppers, garlic knots, double chocolate chip brownies, plus more. Now you can choose from lots of delectable items on our Papa Pairings menu for just $6.99 each when you get two or more. Just $6.99 each. That's better ingredients, better pizza, better prices. Papa John's. This is WTOP News. Thursday morning, September 22nd. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 12-12. Glad you're with us this early hour. Now to Ukraine this morning. Russian President Vladimir Putin has this week ordered a partial mobilization of reservists in Russia effective immediately. It is, in fact, the first mobilization in Russia since World War II. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more for us. The big question is how will this impact Ukraine's military? It doesn't, J.J. We understand that Russians have uh, very serious problems with their personnel. Yuri Sack is an advisor to Ukraine's Minister of Defense. We know that you know we have destroyed more than 55,000 Russian invaders on the battlefield. Sachs says Russia's military cannot likely achieve any of the goals that have been put out before them. They are demoralized, they are degraded, they are not motivated. And as far as Russian President Vladimir Putin's threat to use nuclear weapons, Sachs says that is nothing new. This threat has been made numerous times during this seven-month war, and there are many that doubt that Putin will be serious about actually going through with something like that. Well, J.J., that's Ukraine's response. How are the Russians responding to the military call-up? This is very curious. We've been watching reporting for hours now. The number of people buying one-way tickets out of Russia is skyrocketing. Not only that, tickets for Moscow-Belgrade air flights operated by Air Serbia, the only European carrier besides uh, Turkish Airlines to maintain flights to Russia despite a European Union flight embargo, those tickets are sold out for the next several days. And the price for flights from Moscow to Istanbul or Dubai are continuing to climb. There are reports now that panic is spreading among some some sections of Russians, and this is essentially being evidenced on social media networks. So Russians aren't aren't liking this very much at all. JJ, how does this impact Vladimir Putin and those around him? You got to think that people are sooner or later, the middle class people are going to have to do something because the problem is this: they don't want to fight. The people that are probably being called up and the people that are being sent to war are unfortunately unconnected people, people who aren't affluent, people who are poor, I hate to say that, but people who don't have a way out. And so if those people are leaving the country or not willing to fight or trying to find ways out, then you'll have to turn to some of those folks in the middle class and in the elite sector. And uh, that could impact his power significantly, and we could see that very soon. With the very latest in the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Thursday morning, September 22nd, Indeed Sports Time. We're live at 1215 with Mr. Rob Lefort. All right, Dean, the Washington Spirit not doing so well out west. Maybe it's the uh, time difference. Angel City FC leading 2-0. We are uh, heading toward the 81st minute. So it looks like this... uh, Two-game win streak for the Spirit is about to come to an abrupt halt. The Washington Commanders back in practice, getting ready for a crucial division battle with the 2-0 Philadelphia Eagles. And this game is dominated by two storylines. A struggling Washington defense, Ron Rivera told NBC Sports Washington's J.P. Finley, has to get on the same page or... If it persists, now you have to look at some personnel changes. And we're not there yet. Ooh, and the other storyline being Carson Wentz going up against the team that drafted him. Definitely will have some mixed emotions. Nothing crazy jumps out other than my time there was a whirlwind. It was wild. Yeah, also uh, pretty wild. The revelation that days before the commanders dealt for Wentz in the offseason, the 49ers believed they had a deal in place to send Jimmy Garoppolo to Washington. The Nationals 3-2 winners in Atlanta. They salvaged the last game of the series with the Braves. Joey Manessis coming up clutch again. 420-foot home run in the seventh inning stood up as the game winner, and uh, that was thanks to a bullpen that tossed five scoreless innings for Dave Martinez. They've endured a lot all year long. You know, not just this 40 innings, but they've done it all year and they've been doing it well. And I couldn't wait till the game to get over to give these guys a day off. So uh, we'll get back after it again on Friday. But, you know, that well-deserved day off. Yeah, in Baltimore, the Orioles got a complete game from Jordan Lyles in an 8-1 route of the Tigers. They pull within four and a half games of the last AL wild card. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, WTOP at 12-17 Thursday morning. The top stories we're following for you this early midnight hour on T.O.P. There will be new security rules for Friday night high school football games locally in Montgomery County. This following that big brawl last Friday between Gaithersburg High and Northwest High. A victory this week for the Justice Department as a federal appeals panel lifts the judge's hold on DOJ's ability to use classified records seized from former President Donald Trump's Florida estate in its ongoing criminal investigation. Also new this morning, attorneys for Virginia Thomas say the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas will now officially sit down for a voluntary interview with the House Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection to clear up any misconceptions about her work relating to the 2020 election. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. 1217, you've heard of Restaurant Week, where local restaurants offer special menus, right? Theater Week stages great performances from Thursday through October 9th. Theater Week is a celebration of the theater industry, productions that have started us off for the fall season. Theater Washington President Amy Austin invites you to a kickoff event at Arena Stage in the Wharf. We have performances, panel discussions, free food and drink from local restaurants, Ancho Cider and D.C. Brow. After that, you can bounce around town watching great Great local shows. Roundhouse is doing Nine Night. Wooly Mammoth Theater has this wonderful play, Ain't No Mole. The Color Purple at Signature Theater is a spectacular musical. Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Thursday morning, September 22nd. Time now on WTOP 1218. 
First, as always, over to Ian Crawford this morning at the WTOP Traffic Center. We're going to start in the district this time, Dino, and thank you very much to the caller for the update from DC 295. Near Benning Road, northbounders do have one overturned over on the right side. Single left should be getting by, and then you're back into the work zone. And the caller says that the left-hand pattern is how you're going to be basically getting up to just before Eastern Avenue. Again, getting over to the left near Benning Road to get past first the crash and then the work zone on DC 295 northbound. Now to the Odyssey that is 66 this morning outside the Beltway. Between Nutley Street and Ca- the Capitol Beltway, single lane of travel in each direction. I believe the eastbounders getting by one to the left and westbounders getting by one to the right. Our intrepid Rich Hunter tells us that that may be the same pattern as well. Definitely westbound traffic between 123 and Route 50 down to a single right lane. I believe the eastbounders in the same area should be one to the left. The ramp at exit 57B, that's the one that carries you westbound on Route 50. That is shut down. Probably lots of other ramps that have been shut down as a result of the ongoing work on the expanding 66 outside the Beltway Project. Eastbounders, you're going to find the work near 29 Gainesville with two left lanes getting by. And again with caution, near Centerville heading toward the Fairfax County Parkway. It should be single right to get by. Hearing earlier on the scanners from Virginia state authorities that the cones might have gotten all knocked around and things might be a little freshmeckled out there. Again, single right is how you're getting by eastbound 66 after 29 Centerville. Quickly to 95 southbound, you'll find the work zone near the Centerport Parkway with the left lane blocked. Maryland, the interloop work zone after 355, climbing the hill toward Georgia Avenue with two left lanes getting by and on 95 and on the BW Parkway. Issue free. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Well, your summer officially ends at 9.04 on our Thursday night, and it's going to feel just like that as we move into fall very quickly for Friday. First off, your Thursday forecast, good chance of showers and thunderstorms during the day, so take the umbrella with you. Not a lot of rain out there, but we could see a few heavier downpours. Look for a high around 80 degrees on our Thursday with falling temperatures late and rather breezy conditions. Friday, a high of only 68 degrees. Saturday morning, we're in the 40s to around 50, so a really chilly start with a high of 74. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 71 in Upper Marlboro, 71 in Centerville. We have gone up a degree. We're at 70 in our nation's capital. This early Thursday morning, midnight hour, September 22nd, this check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. Nilicomedesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 1221. Good morning. Welcome in. Coach Bruce Boudreau here. Yeah, I'm a busy man these days, but sometimes you make time to share exciting news. And it's time for the Thompson Creek Window Company's biggest sale of the year. For a limited time only, save 25% off everything. You listening? Same great windows, designed, built, and installed. Without the supply chain delays that have been slowing the competition down to a crawl. Hey, the biggest sale of the year does not happen often. It's your call. The best call, though, 855-57-CREEK. Do it! You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. You may have heard about rising interest rates everywhere else, but at Diamonds Direct, we're helping you start your forever with zero interest rates. Get the unbeatable price Diamonds Direct is known for and enjoy zero interest financing for five years on any purchase. At Diamonds Direct, we believe now more than ever, you need to make your money go farther, and we're making it happen with this extraordinary limited-time offer. Get that $8,000 designer ring for just over $133 a month. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get details and more now at DiamondsDirect.com and approve credit. This is WTOP News. Thursday morning, September 22nd. Welcome into the midnight hour, 1222 to be exact, on WTOP. Glad you're spending your early morning with us. 
Intensifying its fight against high inflation these days, the Fed this week raising its key interest rate by a substantial three-quarters of a point. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talks about it with credit analyst Matt Schultz of Lending Tree to get his take. Inflation's definitely a big deal, and the Fed certainly doesn't seem to be letting its foot off the gas. The problem is that as they are raising rates trying to knock down inflation, credit card holders end up really paying the price. Because if you're somebody with credit card debt, it's been a really tough year for you because that debt you have is only getting more expensive and that's not going to stop anytime terribly soon. Before the Fed raised rates, the average interest rate on a new credit card offer is about 21.5%, and that's as high as it's ever been. Chances are that next card that you apply for is going to come with an interest rate of at least 18%. That's really, really high. Did people start really using those credit cards maybe a little more than they should have? Yeah, credit card debt is definitely back and growing. And honestly, it's just a matter of time before we hit all-time highs again in terms of card debt. People getting back to what they have typically did before the pandemic when it came to spending, plus raging inflation plus high interest rates, you are seeing a lot more people relying on credit cards, putting debt on credit cards, and using credit cards as a bit of an emergency fund. The good news is people are generally handling their business. Late payments are still really close to historic lows, but the unfortunate truth is that there's only so long that that can last, given all the headwinds that people are facing. If you've got some debt, what is your best advice? The best thing that you can do is take action to make sure that you don't get hit too hard by rising interest rates. One of the best tools that you have against rising interest rates is a 0% balance transfer credit card. You need to have decent credit to get one, but if you can get one, you can get 0% interest on that transferred balance for 15, 21 months, and that's a really big deal. Another thing that people can do is that they can call their credit card issuer and ask for a lower interest rate. If you come at them with other offers that you may have seen, you may get them to work with you. Data that we've seen has shown that 70% of folks who ask for a lower APR have gotten one, but far too few people ever ask. Talking inflation this morning, Lending Tree credit analyst, Matt Schultz. On Skype with our Dimitri Sotis, you are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Where we do indeed bring you money news each half hour at 25 and 55. Let's check in with John this morning. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. After having a night to think about the Fed's latest interest rate increase and Chairman Jerome Powell's promise of more to come, Wall Street will try to get back on track after a sharp sell-off. The S&P finds itself down more than 20% from its January record. All of the main averages dropped 1.7% yesterday. Wall Street will be looking for signs of buckling in the labor market today as the government reports on weekly jobless claims. Although a small increase is expected, claims are likely to remain within their recent range. Is Costco preparing to raise its membership fee? That is one question investors hope to see answered as the Warehouse Club chain reports its latest quarterly results after the market close. 
While analysts think a fee increase is in the offing, they say it is not imminent. Rival Sam's Club is raising its membership fee starting next month. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. That obviously was not John, but we will be checking in with John midnight to 5 later on this morning on WTOP. We're the time now. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 